gentlemen welcome back into the 610 podcast i'm your host jay hollihan and i'd first like to start off by apologizing for not putting out a preview episode of uh penn state senior day taken on rutgers um i was and still am really sick and uh unfortunately you know my voice uh it it the quality would have been terrible. Um, it just would have been awful. I've gotten it back. Hopefully, you know, this is a sign of things getting better. And hopefully I can um, get through this episode and, and with no breaks. But if there are, I'll try and do my best to edit them down and limit them as much as possible. So Penn State gets a 27-6 to one against Rutgers. Let's get into this. So, obviously... Senior day, huge, one of my favorites actually, uh, you know, days, um, games in the season where the, you know, entire team really comes together and rallies around the, the seniors. And I thought, you know, they, they did that, um, for sure, you know, and I thought that they definitely, I mean, definitely did that awful last week. Now we'll get into the offense, which was a thing of its own, but it uh, it was a struggle, um, you know, to say the least, by this team early on. I mean, it was a it was a problem. You know, I I was getting a little concerned there that uh, that this team might not you know be able to get it done against a team like. Rutgers, but thank goodness they were able to do that. They were able to send the seniors off on a high note, um, you know. And it's a shame to see a lot of these guys, you know. Basically, most of your offensive linemen, a good portion of your defensive linemen. Now with the COVID year, they could come back as super seniors, but um, I think a a decent amount um can't but we'll see if if any of them decide to go that route so it's kind of tough for me to sit here and say well it was this guy's last game it was that guy's last game we'll see what happens but i definitely loved what we saw offensively in the second quarter i thought finally penn state started to move the ball well um and i thought that drew aller you know, when he was in the game, he ended up leaving, obviously. Did a decent job. Uh, no update exactly on him, you know, but uh, we hope that he'll be okay for Michigan State. Um, but for sure, an awesome job by uh, by Bo Prabula to go in there and get the job done, even without um, Aller and... I thought offensively, you know, like I said, I mean, they did a good job running the ball. They did a good job controlling the lines, which I thought was huge, and and obviously that's uh, that's what you want to see. But, I mean, this offense all season long has been way too vanilla, and I don't see that changing, you know, without your 
offensive coordinator or at least you know a a solo mind um there i i would have addressed this on the preview but yeah mike yursich being let go we talked about it last week um you know i thought that when he was hired he was going to come in and bring you know such a such a huge um vibe i guess is the word i want to use to the offense he was going to you know have it be more like an up tempo offense but that wasn't the case obviously um no idea you know who is going to be that next offensive coordinator but i would like to say i wouldn't be surprised if Jahan Sider doesn't get that position he's been a running backs coach for Penn State for quite some time now since 2018 he's been huge on the recruiting trail I'd be curious to see if it doesn't go to him um I know I saw Christian Hackenberg give his two cents on a podcast the other day on who he believes should be the offensive coordinator and that would be going back to Joe Moorhead um and I don't think that's going to happen because I think ultimately that, I mean, if I were James Franklin, I don't know if I'd want to be going back to that guy. I'm not saying that I personally wouldn't take him back with open arms because, my God, someone that, you know, wants to come in and have a creative mind, I'm not turning that away. I mean, this offense make makes Ricky Ronnie's offense look like the greatest show on turf. And that's how pathetic this offense has been. I mean, it's like, it's just some 90s, you know, I I shouldn't say 90s, but it's some, you know, something out of the, you know, I guess the night, like the 90s. I mean, it's just not a very entertaining offense. I don't think kids want to come to the school to to play in it. Um, You don't get the receivers involved enough. They don't game plan towards them, um, and you continue to not see that. Now, you know, they go by this winning ugly mantra that, sure, it's worked for Michigan, but Michigan's very good on the offensive line. Penn State does not have that offensive line. This team never adjusted the entire season. They probably won't against Michigan State, which hopefully that, you know, they will be able to get that 10th win. And when you really think about it, if Mike Yersich did adjust, if they did adjust things, we probably would be seeing a different Penn State team right now. We'd be seeing a Penn State team with maybe a chance to, you know, be in the conversation for the college football playoffs um, next week. It's just a shame. You know, to say that for another season in a row, I mean, you don't get these opportunities all the time. A team like this, you know, having everything come together with the recruiting classes and just how everything, you know, gels together, this was the best year um, to have that happen, I think, going into it with the expectations and all that. And to have it fall flat on its face stinks. But ultimately, they've got to move, you know, forward next year and come out with a different mindset because you don't want to see what happened this year happened next year but regardless back to the game the defense i thought they were all over Rutgers 
after giving up an early field goal. You know, they just hounded um, and got after it really well. Uh, the passing attack was big. Um, they stopped the run. I mean, they did everything you would expect out of this defense, and that's a credit to Manny Diaz because let me tell you what, and I do credit as well James Franklin for this because it's very easy to have friction in a locker room when one side of the ball is playing out of their minds and the other side of the ball stinks. And the fact that James Franklin and Manny Diaz and the coaching staff was able to hold things together is huge. I mean, that's just it. It's huge. So, you know, a big uh, big shout-out to them. And, uh, yeah, hopefully they can go out again against Michigan State next week, get a win, and put themselves in place for a, for a New Year's Six Bowl. And, listen, I mean, you know, the, the calling for James Franklin's head uh, I think has been kind of a ritual at this point after every Ohio State. And for whatever reason, the last three years, Michigan games. But at the same time, I do think that, you know, for James Franklin to have yet another shot at a double-digit win season is big. I mean, that's something that, you know, I think in college football goes a little unrecognized. But ultimately, it sucks when you have a really good chance at making it into that, you know, college football playoff game, the Big Ten championship game. Like, I mean, and I know that was a a really well-recruited team, a great offense, but that 2016 team, we are so far removed from seeing that much creativity that much excitement out of a team it's not even funny and yes I mean the the players today are great don't get me wrong but in terms of the excitement in terms of the big plays in terms of the offense that just you know no matter what could come back just haven't seen it and for whatever reason and I don't know why but as a matter of fact Joe Moorhead has not and I think the the big problem is there he's not just an offensive coordinator he's got to be a coach but he hasn't but even his offenses they have not been up to snuff since the days he was at Penn State and even really when he was an offensive coordinator um I didn't really think at Oregon sure they're definitely they had their moments but at Penn State 2016-2017 he you know that offense was out of its mind so while I I don't exactly think they'll bring him back. I would love it if they could because I think he would be huge for Drew Aller. I think he could, you know, expand his play so much. Um, and we could really see Aller take another step next year. All right, everyone. Thank you again for tuning into the 610 podcast. I'll be back on uh, later on this week previewing the big, you know, final game of the regular season against Michigan State before. We find out where Penn State's going bowling. Um, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in again. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.